Good evening, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to the Aquarius New Moon Meeting, uh, strengthening the hands of the new group of world servers. Uh, today's theme is the artist as esoteric healer. Uh, before we get to the talk, we're going to speak the mantra for the new group of world servers. And then after the talk, we'll have our meditation and then we'll follow with the group discussion. And when we get to the dis group discussion part, we'll tell you how that will work. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so um, I'll lead the I'll lead the mantra and you can say it to yourselves or aloud on your end of the Zoom call. May the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers. May the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones. May we fulfill our part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. Over the last year, we have seen a rapid shift in the way our global and local economies are operating. The pandemic has forced many small businesses to close and many industries to stall, and millions of individuals have watched their livelihoods disappear as a result. Among those hardest hit have been the artists who rely on group efforts to earn their living, Performing artists like musicians, actors, and dancers have seen countless performance venues closed for the foreseeable future, some never to return, and film and television production has slowed to a crawl. Visual artists like painters, photographers, and architects have seen galleries shuttered and building projects halted. Writers have seen cutbacks in their published work in their published works as a result of reduced advertising revenue and the collapse of traditional distribution channels. And all of the arts have witnessed the loss of grant subsidies from organizations, individuals, and governments. Artists are certainly no strangers to the hardship caused by economic disruptions. As a matter of fact, humanity benefits from artists' resilience in the face of such hardships. Artists, by definition, are those who are able to hold a vision for humanity and bring that vision into the material world. Most artists are able to articulate this vision quite clearly, and they are often the most outspoken when it comes to writing injustice and persuading the populace to see human conditions from a higher point of view. Think here of Claude Debussy's late career comp compositions in which his grief at the destruction caused by World War I is so apparent, or of Maya Angelou's written words that convey so starkly 
so poignantly the torment of racial discrimination in the United States or of the oculus with its protective wings soaring above the site of the terrorist attacks in downtown Manhattan. These works of art not only call our attention to the human suffering at their center, but they give us a way of processing the attendant pain and moving beyond it. This is an act of communal, of communal healing. In Discipleship in the New Age, Volume 1, the Tibetan states that creative workers in any field are those who can destroy the glamours to which humanity is prone. The destruction of humanity's glamours is a necessity is a, is a necessary first step in the healing process. Understanding this necessity can help put our thinking on the right path as we look toward the re-emerging and, and the rebuilding that will occur after our current crises have passed. To start, we might view the deep social and political conflicts of today as indicators of a budding spiritual opportunity for humanity. From these conflicts will arise the questions that demand answering in our lifetime, our, our karmic responsibility, as it were. Artists are especially adept at asking the questions that guide humanity, striking at the core of an issue with an astuteness not bound by political or bureaucratic conventions, thus invoking change in the process. To give one example, the photograph of Alyan Kurdi, the three-year-old boy who drowned off the coast of Turkey during his family's exodus from Syria in 2015. That photograph told us more about the horrors of Syria's civil war than four years worth of news reports. In discussing this important image, Turkish photographer, and I apologize if I mispronounce this, uh, Nilufer Demir talked about the impulse that led her to snap it. <clears throat> she said, there was nothing to do except take his photograph, and that is exactly what I did. I thought, this is the only way I can express the scream of his silent body. In response to this one photograph, millions of people throughout the world asked why then mobilized by empathy and concern for syrian refugees npr reported record amounts of donations to charitable organizations around the world poured in to aid the victims of syria's civil war over the last year, <clears throat> the world has been stressed to the breaking point with crisis after crisis in politics, healthcare, economics, and the environment. From these conflicts, however, we can identify many important questions making their way into our consciousness via the arts and the media. Questions like, what does the appearance of differences between us mean? Who has a right to the finite resources that our planet offers so freely? How do we assimilate new evidence, new understandings, 
about the consciousness of all things and the interconnectedness of all life. In asking these questions, a higher truth may be revealed, that differences are superficial only, that all beings have equal right to all good things, and that suffering attends the glamour of separateness. These higher truths are what the Alice Bailey teachings lead us to. We might also consider the Tibetans' words on healing. In Dina 1, he provides guidance that will be helpful in understanding the role that artists can play in the world once the current crises have passed. Healing need not be physical in its objectives, he said. This should be grasped and understood. The highest form of healing at this time is psychological. He also asserts in esoteric healing that all initiates of the ageless wisdom as liberated transmitters of spiritual energy are esoteric healers. If we take these two thoughts together, we can conclude that psychological healing happens when enlightened thinkers transmit spiritual energy, the energies of harmony and beauty, the energies that artists devote their lives to mastering, to a receptive mind. With their ability to touch the hearts of the masses, artists are able to transmit the healing truths of the ageless wisdom in a broad and effective manner. This is a profound act of service to humanity. Last December, the Lucis Trust sponsored A Ray of Hope, a webinar that states, more fully than I can hear, the connection between the distribution of these energies and the reemergence of the Christ. Christ. <clears throat> I'll summarize as best I'm able some of the main ideas of the webinar, though I do recommend that you visit the Lucis Trust website to replay the webinar for yourselves. At the start, <clears throat> Christine Morgan, the president of Lucis Trust, introduces, introduces the notion that harmony, beauty, and art are a driving force in social evolution. She goes on to relate these three things to the Christ principle that resides in every human heart. We can see how this is so. The Christ energy elevates what is lower in us and raises it upward in much the same way that artists transmute ordinary materials into objects of beauty. Christine goes on to explain that the Christ principle is slowly unfolding throughout the human kingdom through the guiding power of the fourth ray, the ray of harmony through conflict. She says, this ray energy conditions human evolution. And although it induces stress and strain on human consciousness, it is by means of the ensuing struggle that consciousness evolves, withdraws itself from the prison house of matter, and eventually achieves a state of spiritual harmony and beauty. We can think of it as a ray of hope, she concludes, <clears throat> because although it induces struggle, it's the same creative struggle through which the caterpillar emerges transformed from its cocoon of matter to become an iridescent being of the air. In the coming months, as the world seeks to recover from the coronavirus pandemic, 
as regional politics begin to settle into a new normal and as economic problems continue to unfold, many members of the new group of world servers will necessarily be called to participate in the building of a new social order. Key to this effort will be the psychological healing that allows traumas of the past to fade and new social understandings to take hold. Our artists, with their ability to appeal to the heart, mind, and soul most persuasively, stand at the forefront of this psychological rehabilitation. For those among us who are artists <clears throat> or who support the arts, we might consciously invoke hope as a guiding principle in our work and sponsorship. We might even find cause for joy looking ahead to the creative renaissance that will surely occur when commerce returns and public spaces reopen. I wanted to close this talk with another quote from Dina One, um, and then I'm going to repeat the discussion questions that you might ponder on uh, before we get to the discussion part. <clears throat> but the quote from Dina One is, is this, in these days of world pain, let love and joy equally be keynotes of your life as a group and as individuals, for they, ca they carry the healing vibrations of the hierarchy. The questions I just wanted to go over very briefly before we begin our meditation. Uh, first, how are artists helping to shed light on the various global crises that humanity now faces and what are the energies that they invoke? And two, as members of the new group of world servers, how might we use the arts or our own artistry to further the work of the hierarchy? <clears throat> and now we're going to begin the meditation. If you look on your screen, you'll be able to follow along as the slides pass through. <clears throat> Stage one, group fusion. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them.
alignment. We recognize our place as a group within the heart center of the group of world servers. Mentally extend a line of lighted energy toward the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart center, to the Christ, the heart of love within the hierarchy, and towards Shambhala, where the will of God is known. higher interlude, 
Hold the mind focused for a few minutes on the planetary role of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity, responding to hierarchical impression and meditating the plan into existence. Meditation. 
reflect on the seed thought through the impression and expression of certain great ideas humanity must be brought to the understanding of the fundamental ideals which will govern the new age this is the major task of the group of world servers
precipitation. Visualize the precipitation of the will to good, essential love throughout the planet, from Shambhala, through the planetary heart, the hierarchy, through the Christ, the group of world servers, through all men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and finally, through the hearts and minds of the whole human family. Lower interlude. Consider the many ways in which the power of the one life and the love of the one soul are working out in the world through members of the group of world servers, so building the thought form of solution to world problems.
distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the irradiation of human consciousness with light and love and power. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Okay, we have about 20 minutes now for discussion. And I think I'm going to turn the microphone over to Michael to have him explain to you how you can participate. I believe there are two methods, either through the chat feature or through speaking, dialing in somehow. Thank you, Suzanne. Yes, so if you'd like to, um share your thoughts um, with the group. You can either type them into the chat box or you can raise your hand by opening the participant screen and clicking the raise hand button. We'll unmute you and then you can share audibly.
Hi, Suzanne. I have a I have a, a thought I'd like to share. Mm -hmm. And having been an artist um, in my prior life before retiring some years ago, I always what I always valued about art and what I always found um, very sort of um, similar to esoteric reading and meditation was the ability that artists have to think abstractly about things. And there's, kind of, there's sort of two types of abstract thought and there's sort of the type that is more sort of, um, well, I, I guess I should say at its best abstract thought is deeply meaningful and brings forth a sort of meaning that can't be revealed uh, necessarily in a literal fashion. And I think today as the seventh ray is coming in, as the Piscean age is ending, there's a lot of crystallization that's happening. And I think one of the things that artists have is this ability to sort of raise us out of the concrete and the material and to, and to remind us of um, the sort of the synthetic nature of life and of meaning and of reality, but at the same time to express that truth through their creations. Um, so in my, in, in my opinion, it's really a sort of, a sort of merging and a, um, and sort of a, a symbol and a reminder of that energy of synthesis, which we know is um, now coming into humanity. Yes, thank you, Michael. And that also reminds me of uh, something else, and that's that artists live and breathe the metaphoric mind. Um, and they look for unusual associations between things. And that is the, um, the essence of intuition, right? So, uh, you, you know, if you're, a, if you're, I'm not sure how you worked as a, as a dancer, but as a singer and as a writer, as an actor, as um, painters, I know they, they all talk about training their mind to be open to an impulse from outside of themselves. That's the whole notion of the, of the muse, right? The, the, um, wherever inspiration comes from, whatever we want to call it. And just imagine how brilliant an, an, an artist's work can be if that artist opens him or herself up to divine inspiration and the impulse from the, from the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. um, to me, these are, I mean, the creation of art and meditation are so closely aligned as to be almost indistinguishable, I think, in a lot of ways. Well, I think the foundation of meditation is really creative, that sort of creative aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. I think it, for, it's the, the artists for me, they think in terms of relationship always. That's what's so unique. As, whereas a scientist often does that, but sometimes they think in terms of the component parts of something mm -hmm. to describe them into yeah. whereas artists always think in terms of this synthesis and relationship. Yes. Looks like there's a hand raised. 
Okay. Would you like me to um, unmute Sure. Okay. And we also have some uh, comments in the chat box that after this, I'll, I'll read the comments aloud. All right, Bill. No, it's not Bill, it's Mary oh. friend. Oh, sorry, um, sorry, Mary. Sorry, I couldn't read <laughs> my name. Um, yeah, I, I think in one of the Tibetan books, I don't know if it's the destiny of the nations, but he says that also uh, the power of meditation and the power of healing through meditation uh, helps. Therefore, we don't have to be uh, an artist in the physical sense of being an artist, of creating physically, but with the mind, the creative mind, we can achieve a lot of healing in the of the nations and i think that in the pre primary part of your reading there which was wonderful that's what you said it says healing need not to be physical the highest form of healing is psychological psychological healing happens when enlightened people spread solar and love. that's my interpretation spread solar and love energy to the world and I think then when the group carries um, these healing vibrations and as, as the people who are meditating and hoping for a better world, uh, we are participating in the art of, of creating the future of the world. That's what I want to say without really physically painting or but it's beautiful painting and creating things are good but with our mind we have that force as well yes yes thank you that that's an excellent excellent point i'm going to read a few of the comments here santana star says the poet laureate ex expressed what has been happening really well at the inauguration and there was hope for the future that is and then terry taylor also uh, comments on this. The poet Amanda Gorman comes to mind. She has shared the energy of hope, integrity, and truth in her inaugural poem. Certainly, we saw at the inauguration, we saw how powerful art can be on a mass level. Uh, and Santana Star writes, as a painter, I work to express beauty in my work and a sense of peace and stillness. Yes, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, Jessica Huffmeyer, artists oftentimes have to step outside of themselves and let higher forces take control, such as love. Artists have abilities to, cons to construct, compose, and create from love. And then Angela says, many filmmakers are turning to making documentaries to spread truth. The latest is free right now, a new one daily for the next eight days. And there's a link there if you, uh, it looks like it's about COVID. Um, and then Eduardo Gramaglia says, even from a technical point of view, any piece of music is a representation of the cosmos. Music is inherently about synthesis and relationship. I agree with you, Eduardo, as a musician. Art in general is, that's his conclusion. Then Santana Starr says, artists see things that others don't see. Art is a meditative process Artists can relate things that are diametrically opposed and create synthesis, and art can heal, uplift, and inspire. And then Sam Jones from Phoenix writes, 
All that we are, all that we produce is made up of the whole world and beyond. Do you think humanity will come to recognize this? And what effect do you think it would have? So that's a good, some good questions for us to ponder on. Gary Marks, not only should transmitted energies from artists inspire subjectively, but also to inspire action in individuals, groups, organizations, nations, and sometimes nations to expand ring pass knot, raising consciousness and seeking solutions in external forms of service. Yes, I, I only hinted a little bit at how artists are of service. I mean, uh, using using that word, but, but um, clearly, um, art of of the highest order is is a is a great great service to humanity i think i only touched on that um michael let me know if there are hands raised that we need to get to um and then matthew martin says every activity is bringing higher ideas ideals and values into the consciousness of humanity uh is itself a creative act and thus is a fourth-rate artistic impulse that's that's very true. It's very interesting. Um, Charlene Johnson, my best friend who is an artist paints from her soul and peace is not where it's coming from right now. She is expressing the changes on the planet at this point as a way of diving into what is happening, what needs to happen and where we can go from here. Yes, I, I would say that that is the fourth, the fourth ray in, in action. And if you want to find out more about that, you can take a look at the at the uh, webinar that the London office produced, which is called a ray of hope. And uh, the, the link is in here too. I mean, it's really, she speaks, Christine and the other uh, speakers on the webinar really speak to that very clearly. Um, Susie Miller, I have found that the poetry I offer to others many times supersedes any lengthy discourse I could give. And as a lyrical poet, many times the rhythm and meter creates a resonance with others, which is difficult to explain, but is felt deeply. Yes, I think, I think Susie, to your point, a lot of the, a lot of the work that enter, that artists do, maybe the, happens, um, on an energetic level, it's it's felt more than uh, consciously understood, perhaps. Um, I mean, that's a really interesting topic to talk about, I think. Jessica Huffmeyer says, all world servers are artists. Their art is measured by their self selfless services. We share with each other energy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I agree that um, I think that's in the quote that I gave by the Tibetan where he says that world sir I'm I, I don't have it up right now but uh, he that's those are the parallels that he makes in that quote as well oh there we go the Lucis Trust webinar ray of hope again and then Lulu Taylor says I believe that we are all artists as we are born from creation and in turn are creators not just in the form of traditional art exactly Catherine Cruz, as science is recognizing the role of consciousness in determining material reality, rela relationality is becoming central to our understanding of all living systems. Right. Very well put. Okay, so we have a few more minutes. If anyone wanted to speak, uh, you can raise your hand. And I think that's everything in the chat room so far. 
Yes, that was another. Okay, here we have one other thing. But I just wanted to comment on, on what Catherine wrote. Um, if you if you read about the fourth ray, it says that uh, it is also a ray of relationship. And I think that Chris discusses that in the... Um, so as you were saying, relationality is becoming central to our understanding of all living systems. Yes, that's the, the tie-in there. Okay, Wayne writes, at the risk of too much esotericism, the artist on a personality level indicates that humans can touch the unseen and create a manifestation within the three worlds. This hints that the unseen worlds exist and, be, and can be tapped by anyone. That initial unseen world is the world of the soul and anyone can create through the mind the path to that soul and ultimately to extend that creation to the spiritual triad. Then the art will be expressed through the creation of a daily life, expressing those spiritual energies, no matter what one's artistic, I think that's capacities or capabilities capabilities. I think that is very, I don't think that it's too much esotericism, Wayne. Thank you for that. Okay, well, if there are no other thoughts, then I think what we'll just do is go to the announcements and we'll just go over what's going to happen at the end of this month and next month. So next month, the Festival of Pisces, the full moon meeting is February 26th at 6.30 p.m. EST. Uh, and I guess since the Pisces New Moon meeting is on Monday, March 15th at 6 p.m. EDT, one of those weekends in between the Festival of Pisces and the Pisces New Moon, we'll be changing our clocks. So that's something to uh, be aware of. Um, so yes, so keep those two upcoming meetings in mind and check our website for the Zoom link. They'll also be done via Zoom. And I believe that's, that's everything for today. Thank you all for coming today and listening and um, sending you all love and light and peace over the next two weeks.